What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 474th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. With me is Greg. Hello, hello. I am here. Uh, I was going to play Pokemon Go with my Pokeball Plus while we were recording. Alas, my Pokeball Plus is out of battery. <laughs> yeah, I thought about it, too. I was because I had it. And I'm like, I got it here. I got it right here. And I'm gonna connect it, and it's like, no, I don't light up anymore because you have to charge me. So it's charging in the bathroom. I oh mm, okay. Uh, Will's here. Will is got his Pokeball Plus going, catching shinies <laughs> as we go. Well, that's how you life, life hack. hack your Pokeball Plus. Yes. Oh gosh, sounds like TikTok. Everything on TikTok's a life hack. It's like no, you life just hack. don't. To- you just put the roll the roll of toilet paper on the thing. That's not a life hack. It's just how you do why, it. Why was the lady submerging after she put her foundation on? She submerged her face in cold water. And she's like, look, my makeup looks absolutely perfect 16 hours later. And I'm like, why would you want your makeup? To- Stop wearing makeup. How about that? Clean natural did I, beauty. Did I ever tell you about the time that I saw this video that said you're tying your shoes wrong? And so I went to it thinking... Oh, I'm tying my shoes wrong. Except the they only showed the right way, which is the way I tie my shoes. And since then, I have been confused that there is another way to tie shoes out there that I've never run into. What Wait, do you do? You make the two loops and then wrap the loops around each other. No. How do you, you do, do bunny it ears? Then? Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. You make two loops and then wrap the loops I don't around know if each that's other. Bunny ears. I think the Did two tie, loops is the faster way. Yeah. Look, I have to show you the. Whole, I'll have to show you sometime. <laughs> Anyways, it's hard to explain. But I watched this video. The video showed me the way that I tie my shoes, which means there is another way out there that I have never run into, and I know nobody who ties their shoes that I way. I know that that there are two ways to tie your shoes. One is the over under, and then like kind of wrap it around your finger that way. And then there's another way where you you make two loops, and then you wrap the loops around each other and around each other, and you're done. I think and that's supposed third to be the faster way, way. which is supposed <laughs> to be faster many, than that. There are too many ways. You know, to the tie fastest shoes. way is like what you millennials, Gen Zers, or whatever are doing, where you don't ever untie your shoes and yeah. you just leave them loose and pop them off your feet. And I'm like, Blister City, what is wrong? <laughs> Get out Vel- of here bust- with your Supras. Nobody Vel- wears bust- that garbage. <laughs> Velcro. You get the shoehorn. Shoehorn. Yeah, then you don't have to worry about the heel being what are you, flat 50? when you put your. Some days I feel like it. This is the premium <laughs> ISE content. We'll record videos of the three of us tying shoes, hide behind a paywall. It'll be great. Yeah, everybody's in for shoe ties. Let's talk about some Pokemon news. Is there some? There always. <laughs> Never not Pokemon news. And so we haven't yet pulled the article that you're saving in your back pocket from... 1999. We don't need the backup articles yet. Uh, We're going to start off with a tweet, though. It says, Attention trainers, tune into our YouTube channel on Wednesday, August 18th, 2021 at 6 a.m. PDT. That's 8 a.m. Central Time for people who live in the good area of the United States. Mm -hmm. Uh, For a Pokemon Presents video presenting uh, Pokemon Diamond, Brilliant Diamond, and there's a lot of the hashtag Pokemon Brilliant Di- Diamond, Pokemon Shining Pearl, and Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, and it's supposed to be 23 minutes long, which is the I longest. I thought it was 28 minutes long. I thought it was 23. 
Which is I have the, no clue. I think it's 23. Uh, I could be wrong, though. It's 20-something. It's the, the, regardless, it's the longest Pokemon Presents, not technically a Pokemon Direct. I don't think they use the word Pokemon Direct anymore, but I also don't think it matters. <laughs> so yeah, they finally are going to give us something to talk about. Well, wait, that's being presumptuous. They may give us information they may give us that's nothing. not worth talking about. They may give us absolutely nothing. Uh, Greg's right. It's 28 minutes. So <laughs> so on June 17th, 2020, which is, what, was that the day before or the day? No, that was the day of Isle of Armor. 10 minute and 50 second presentation, which I believe mm-hmm. showed Isle of Armor. And I think Pokemon Smile? Yes. And I feel like there was right. one more thing. And then the following week, because they were like, come back for... New information for a new thing, and everyone thought it was Let's Go Johto because there was a <laughs> Espeon plush behind the dude. I don't know; it was a bit of a stretch. There's a there's an Olin Ninetales plush behind me, so that should be your first clue that uh, something special's happening. The old Sun and Moon remakes coming. Yeah, uh, and so the Sun and Moon <laughs> special thing up here, and uh, knockoff Ducklet. Uh, so June twenty fourth, which was the following week, was eleven minutes long. Uh, that was the first time we saw Pokemon Unite. Then February 26th, which was earlier this year, of course, that was a 20-minute and 26-second presentation, and that was the music announcement, right? And the trailers originally, and then the remember our history kind of thing, and I don't know how they wasted 20 minutes, but they did. I mean, 20 minutes goes fast when you have nothing to talk about. As proven it's, by this It's show. very true. You look at the show. The show is proof how fast time flies. But yeah, prior to that, they were saying Pokemon Direct, Pokemon Direct, Pokemon Direct. And then I guess June 17th, they call it Pokemon Presents. And they've been using that since. So They just don't want crossover brand confusion with mm-hmm. Nintendo Direct. Yeah, that's probably the alliteration, really. The Pokemon Presents. Pokemon Presents. Pokemon. Pokemon. So that's exciting. Uh, I don't, I mean, we could sit here and speculate and waste time, but literally <laughs> there has been nothing shown. There's been nothing. So it's going to show us something. N- nothing we could say today would be any different than what we've been saying. So we'll just expect a long episode next week or or not. Or it not. I nothing. mean, it depends on how much they waste in these 28 minutes. Well, uh, I'm sure they'll show the games finally. And Two 10 minute trailers and eight minutes of interstitial chatting. The one thing I will say is I'm very curious if they will use the words open world or Arceus because they have not used those words mm. at all. Ooh, make a bingo card and put it on Instagram. Yeah. Um, because even though I and probably and obviously the rest of the world can look at that game and go, oh, that looks open world. They did not ever say that in any press release or any uh, information dump or any LinkedIn post. LinkedIn post? Do you think they're hiding details on LinkedIn? Is that the secret That's to the, the 25th secret. anniversary? The... It's all been on LinkedIn? They actually called me up and they're like, Will, how do you make your Pokemons of the weeks so like intriguing and and and, and deep and like so mysterious? And I was like, well, you sometimes you got to sprinkle it where people don't expect it. Right. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Try one on LinkedIn, LinkedIn. and see what you get. LinkedIn. Go sure. back. Go back to Live Journal. There's a whole thing on Live Journal. I'm sure. Uh, you know, I'm sure there is. You know, we haven't talked about Community Day on the show in 
probably over a year because community day is the the same. <laughs> yep. My community day was interesting. I'd be curious if your guys' day was interesting. And the reason that we're going to spend the next couple minutes here talking about community day is because one, it was a repeat. And two, this was the first community day where, well, I shouldn't say the first community day where there's been Pokemon Go drama, but <laughs> we talked about it last week. People were very mm-hmm. upset about the distance. Mm-hmm. And boy, did I feel it on community day. Yeah, I feel like... It wasn't that big of a deal going out and playing for like 10 minutes the day they changed it. But when you're outside for like five, six hours, you're like, man, this, this is terrible. Kind of sucks. This is, this is, this is not fun. <laughs> it reminds me of only, only Destiny players will know this. It reminds me of like, I was a huge, I, I put 1,200 hours into like the hunter class in Destiny. Well, well, maybe knows what I'm talking about. And then in Destiny mm-hmm. 2, they changed just a couple things about it, and I hated it. Mm-hmm. And it was just like two or three very minor changes, and I was like, these are all awful. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do, do this they anymore. Do they did that to classes in MMOs a lot, where they're like, we're doing this. And then you play, you're like, no, I don't. This is bad. I don't like this. But the thing that like shocked me is for a community day, is I went to uh, Elm Grove Village Park, one of the best places to play in in Milwaukee. I have gone there probably 20 plus times. How many communities have there been? Like 40 at this point? (laughs) Sure. Well, it's per month, so... There's something... uh, So, yeah, but they started like... Four years? One per month? Well, yeah, like... Like yeah, it's been four or three years. Uh, well, okay. whatever. We'll say oh. between 36 and 48. Sure. Yeah, somewhere in there. And I arrived at noon. I was an hour late. Same. I parked. It was a gorgeous day out. It was about 75. Yep. Very it was nice. nice. Park wasn't didn't look too busy. I parked. I got out of the car, loaded up Go, evolved my Mega Pidgeot to get that normal boost. And oh, why didn't you give me that sick tip? I should. I, Although I don't think I have one. I mean, I have one. I didn't do it. And there are probably 30 to 40 Pokestops at this park. And only two of them were lured up. And we're an hour into the event. Now, I know what you're saying, Steve. It was a repeat community day. We've had repeat community days before. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I was always stuck stood out in my mind. I can't remember which community day it was. But... I went to, it was, it was in the middle of winter. It was like 28 degrees Fahrenheit. Snow everywhere. The walkways were icy. People out there with shorts, cheese hats, whatever <laughs> else people do in Wisconsin. Every stop will, was lured up. Wisconsin people, the, the cold is not going to stop them. Yeah, if it's the a, cold doesn't stop much. If it's a good community day, the snow, it could be raining. All these, it was the first time ever I was like, Oh, no one's doing this community day. Now, ever since they've done six-hour community days, I've seen it where, you know, the first three hours are pretty bustling, the last three hours are not, which is understandable. You can only do so much, and it's the same thing for six hours. <laughs> I get it. You know, you get your three shinies, you play, maybe play for two, three, maybe four hours, you go home, you get a sandwich. But no one was playing, so I'm curious. It was It, it, it felt weird, but also like, oh, maybe... Yeah, People are putting their money where their mouth is, and they're like, I don't want to 
buy lures. I don't want to buy incubators. I don't want to buy lure so incense. I'm not going to play the game because I'm mad about this change. Or maybe, I don't know, Wisconsin just doesn't like Eevee. Uh, but I don't know how your guys' community it was. Like, you uh, went to the art park? Yeah, we went to, yeah, we we went went to, to the, the art park, park, like we always do. Uh, it was quieter than normal. Yes, agreed. Uh, there were, because normally, like, you were there for, you were there for a GoFest, so that's when it was his busiest. And usually it's about half that many people on a regular community day. And I would say there was maybe a fourth of that when we were there yesterday. Like, our group of six was the biggest group I saw other than a family that had way too many kids. Yeah. Uh, but the, usually you run into Although people... some of those kids looked adopted, so... Yeah, well... Who knows? They still had way too many kids. There were like 400 kids. And usually every other stop, I would say, is has some sort of lure on it. And there were only three up near the community center and one down at the bottom of the path. And the rest was empty other than the few that I put up. We didn't run into anybody who was pl really playing. Like we'd Usually you'd walk past people who were on their phone playing. And that really didn't happen. It was a very quiet day, um, so I, I would say that attendance was down because we got there at noon. But I, I would I would just also say overall the park was emptier than usual. Yeah, the park was really empty. Like yesterday. over by the, I want to call it the flaming canoe, but that doesn't sound right. <laughs> I mean, it's a canoe fire pit, so it is Where, a flaming canoe. But normally, like there's families having yeah. picnics there, and there was nobody. There having was nobody a picnic there. there. But also. They were setting up for a wedding, and I wonder if, because you could see that when you were driving in, I wonder if people saw the setup for the wedding and was like, and were like, oh, I don't want to be around here when the wedding's happening, so... But left. I've been there when they've been setting up for weddings before, and that hasn't happened. It could have driven mm -hmm. some people away, but, I mean, it was on a Saturday, which is usually more busy than Sundays. Yeah. So the other thing I might say is, there, there weren't any good raids. No, and it's like one of the draws of coming out. Palkia, to a community I thought people day. like people. Palkia's been out for six weeks. No. How long has Palkia been out? I don't care about no Palkia. Palkia's been out for a week. Nah, nah. I mean, when we did a raid, it was a shellos, and I had just yeah. hatched one in the morning, and I was like, "Why am I wasting my raid pass on this slimy sluggo?" Because <laughs> we got it right back afterwards, and we had to complete a raid for a quest. Also, Greg didn't buy the Community Day special research. I don't he didn't know spend why. the 99 cents shouting that out, calling <laughs> it out on that. Okay, both you and Alex were like, I'll give you the 99 cents. And I'm like, I just don't want to deal with the special research today. I don't want to do it. I don't care. I don't want more EVs. I am happy where I am. It's not a money thing. I have the money. Well, I just but didn't want to do it. And that's also a big criteria, too, because like I was looking at it, and I was like, the last time we had the two-day Eevee day, I got, like, 17 shiny Eevees. How many more shiny Eevees do I need? <laughs> but what everybody who didn't show up did miss were some really good hamburgers. Oh, Man, yeah. Those were some good hamburgers. Yeah, we did. I like that place. It's very yummy. We had a very good lunch. Full disclosure, Niantic did pay for my 99-cent ticket. So give that to me. I you I you you I I used it. I did it. I don't. Well, I would you use didn't it. You're more to likely to pay money blah, blah, than I am. Extra research work. Blah blah. Uh you know I don't know. I would do it for free. <laughs> I would do if it somebody for free. forced it. If somebody forced it upon me and said, "Oh, we bought you this ticket, and here it is," 
I would do it, but I wasn't going to make a point of it. I don't know if I would have bought it. I kind of forgot. <laughs> and then, like, I was like, oh, I have this ticket in my inventory. Thanks, Niantic. I didn't expect to play as long as I played. I ended up playing for four hours, which is way too long for a repeat community day. But I was, my community day is when it, because I, I, don't, I don't play with anyone here in Wisconsin, is pretty much calling my dad or somebody else and then like being on the phone and then not paying attention to the game and then just like walking and talking. I like to walk and talk. Uh, or listening to like an audiobook. I got some audiobook done. So when I when I ended community day and I was like, wow, cool, I walked like 10 miles. Oh, and I caught like 20 shinies. Well, like, why? What am I going to do with this? <laughs> but the weather was super well, nice. Like it was it was a yeah. gorgeous day. That's why I was so shocked that the park was like empty. But again, I mean, I mean if this has to do with people I I'm, I look, I'm guilty of it. I love this game. It's very hard for me to stop playing. I get it. People are mad. People don't want to play. People don't want to give money. I totally understand. I'm on your side. I have a problem. I like this <laughs> video game. Uh, and so for me, like, walking 10 miles was, like, it felt good physically um, and mentally to, you know, get out there. I, I will say of some value to both Greg and I are that we both, me sooner than Greg, uh, got the research tasks to get to level 42, which means you have to evolve every form of mm -hmm. Eevee again. again. Yes, folks, again. Again. It doesn't count what it did and before. And the uh, Sylveon bonus made that much, much yes. easier because starting the day on Saturday, I had, I think it was like I had uh, Leafeon, Umbreon, and Sylveon left. That I had to do this evolve the second time, and so since I was able to use the, it takes less time to evolve into a Sylveon. I could get that done quickly, and then I did Umbreon that night, and now I'm level forty two. Nice. Did they add Sylveon to the forty two? Did all eight evolutions? Because when I did forty two, Sylveon wasn't even in the game yet. Well, I mean, Sylveon counts because it counts. <laughs> it counted for me. Oh, because I just did it today. Okay. Um, yeah, I Sylveon was in the also, game when I was 42, so obviously that was skipped. Yeah. We, I mean, we didn't play for very long. Uh, we were there for an hour and a half, and then we were all like, we're hungry, and I have 13 yeah, like, Chinese, let's go. <laughs> yeah, we we walked three miles, and then it was like burger time. Yep, and we went and got burgers. I mean, there's only so long we can talk about trashing Steve, Yeah, you know, as a group. Well, not sitting down. Sitting down exactly. re-brought up all of the energy to, to continue the conversation. <sighs> uh, this was sent in by Casey in our Slack community. Uh, several Johto Pokemon are added to the Chinese version of Pokemon Quest starting next month. I don't know why this is... I, I know why this is going around. I shouldn't say I don't know why this is going around. Um, but I think... It's it's not surprising to me because I've been following Pokemon Quest in China and they've added a lot of things. There's like PvP in that game and there's some other stuff. So the Johto Pokemon being added isn't shocking. But to shock our audience that are like, oh, Joe the the game in China isn't even developed by Game Freak. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know the exact deal, and I don't know if Anyone knows the exact deal? 
I went to the Wikipedia page here and just says developer Game Freak. I don't know who the Chinese developer is, uh, but there was a deal between the Pokemon company and a developer in China to make Pokemon Quest a thing there and to reach that audience, which is very big. There has been a ton of updates, like I said, PvP, some other stuff um, added, like some downloadable content that has been exclusive to China for however long the game has been out. So that came out like right before Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, but I think the Chinese version started like six months after that. <sighs> I don't know, too long, didn't read. This stuff is probably never coming to America because... probably. No, nothing prior to it has come and i don't think this developer is making this developer is not making a worldwide game they're making a game specifically for china to fit their audience and there's a bunch of games outside of pokemon that have been always exclusive to china i think there's like a exclusive call of duty mobile game that's china only probably i can think of two mobas off the top of my head that are exclusive to china but i am sure there are way more than that <laughs> oh, yeah, there's sure. a lot more i'm sure so it it's it's cool i had i don't know i feel like it would be at the same point i made for pokemon snap is you know all these people asked for dlc the dlc came where were these people when it arrived greg didn't even play it <laughs> okay once people get a thing, they generally don't go on social media to say, hey, I got this thing. They generally just go and play it. No, that's I not true. Very, Look at these Smash players. Very... They got to let they got to rave at Look, the top of the world anytime Waluigi is added to the game. Yeah, when it's added, do you hear it when Waluigi hits the actual game? Do you see a bunch of people posting all the things about Waluigi? No. I think, they're satisfied like and I they do. go sit in their room maybe, and play the game. Maybe I follow too many Smash people. <laughs> you follow too many Smash Brothers. I also told you up front that I was just going to watch you play the game and not play it because Rosalia was not added. That I was going to sit down and get as much enjoyment of watching you stress out about the things as me stressing out about the things. I was Sit very down and watch about you while that. he's playing Final Fantasy fourteen is yeah. what's happening. Well, yeah, that wait for those true, that's what I did. Y'all, the grind is killing me. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe on Wednesday they say, hey, we're bringing... <laughs> <laughs> we're bringing back Quest. We're bringing back Quest. We got, we, we're working on a brand new Arceus game, but hey, we put five people on... <laughs> what you probably find out is that they set a financial target for Quest, and it was like, it has to make this much money for us to do expansions, and it made that much money in China, but it didn't make that much money anywhere else. Yep. So they were like, you know what, China, you win the sweepstakes, everybody else, <laughs> everybody else? go scratch. Too bad. You lose because you snooze. Yeah, I mean, also, like, making stuff takes time. They're making a different, they're making a they're making Arceus. I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure Control C, Control V takes. Oh, no right, 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 right. Control C, Control V. Uh, very, very well. Command on the Apple computer. Oh, Command. I don't oh, I know forget. Where it's Apple. They're probably using graphic designs on Macs. So somebody has to sit and make all these cubed Johto Pokemon. Look, just pull it out of the Minecraft servers that were illegally created. That's all they had to do. <laughs> Yank them out of there. They're already cubed. Yeah, just steal the fan-made cubes and then <laughs> sue them for when they yell. Yeah, it all makes yeah, sense. It all works out. You know, I like Pokemon Quest a lot. I I don't know if 
I feel like I would say I would I would go back to Pokemon Quest when if it had DLC. And and I'm just speaking for myself, but the Pokemon Snap thing came out and I played it for four hours and I enjoyed it and I didn't finish it. Again, I'm missing like six of the twenty Pokemon. There's I don't know if there's a word for it, but I felt like that ship sailed. Like so much time passed, it was very hard to get back into it. That's how I feel with Final Fantasy right now. That's why I'm like on the fence of resubscribing. And then and Snap has a low barrier of entry. Final Fantasy is like, oh boy, it's this not. Is, it's this not is a the problem boy. with with getting older. There's there's two factors that as we get older impact our ability to play games. Number one, when we were younger, games were way too expensive and not coming out that frequently. So when you got a game, you played the heck yeah, out of it. You, you played at top, bottom, left, right, all the way through. Now it's like we get a a good game every two to three weeks something mm-hmm. that's really worth playing except those games also still kind of pricey except we now we have more money <laughs> so we can throw that money away well i mean like heck it, I'll, it, I'll spend 60 dollars in overwatch play it for five minutes realize i hate it never play it again <laughs> sure sure well it is like a psychology thing right like unite does this with bot matches uh, I don't even. And we don't we even. we'll talk. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll end the conversation so here. But there 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 is in. I don't. I don't know if people notice this right away, but if you are in not great expert, if you're an expert rank, and you lose three times in a row, you are guaranteed a bot match, which means that if you go into a match, you're gonna see. What you normally see, whether you're solo or with a group, and then there's two ways to tell. Before the match starts, when all 10 Pokemon are queued up, if you tap on the opponents, they'll have this blurry zoomed-in face, and they'll all have that face. And it's impossible to recreate on your trainer card. And then once the match starts, you'll probably just destroy them because they're bots. And the, well, when, have you gotten have you gotten the thing where you are the only player and everything yes. else is a bot? Because you don't destroy them at that point. If you did not realize it was a bot match and pick something that can actually do really good scoring, so in the choice pick, so if you, well, I always can tell like I should be on a bot match when I'm picking my Pokemon. I'll pick Eldegoss like I always do, and then suddenly everybody picks picks theirs, and then I'll go switch to Gardevoir, and then they'll all rearrange. Yeah. I'm like, this is 100% an all-bot match, and I'm going Gardevoir because I need something that can do a lot of damage and score so that I could at least win this game with a bunch of bots who are programmed to do the exact same thing. So all they do is run away from each other. And it's just me (laughs) running around trying to take care of everything. And then uh, when the match is over, you can good job your team, but you can always good job the enemy team if you want. And in a bot match, you cannot good job bots. Now they, like I said, they do Correct. look like humans. So my my assumption is they take two human teams, and then they grab the names and then they split them off. Where they're fighting a bot version of you, and you're fighting a bot version of them. How dare they! But it's it's. All I do bots, not approve the, the use it, of my likeness for these <laughs> robot wars. But I think going back to like Snap and Quest and how I feel like it's been so long, where they add DLC and it's just like hey, you you like that ship has sailed. Like it's so hard to get back. I'm sure for some people listening, they'll be like, "Oh, I've 
eat up Pokemon Quest DLC. Like I, <laughs> I'm sure you you will. Uh, but but I there has I don't know what the psychology is, but in Unite it feels like, and I don't know if other MOBAs do this, but oh, if our player keeps losing, they're going to walk away from the game unhappy, and then they're less likely to come back. Versus if we serve them a match where they're almost guaranteed to win and they win, they may continue playing or they end on a win, whereas the next day they're going to come back and be like, well, I stomped that last team, so maybe today will be a good day. Ah, so it's the old white men can't jump. (laughs) That's what it is. It's so easy to tell that it's a bot match. I, I... I feel like once it's pointed out to you, yes, but I'm I have to like point this out to people every single day, and it's funny because I, I never would have realized the first because I, I don't pay that much attention. Week of the game, I remember people posting on Twitter these like landslide victories, and it's like I guarantee you that was a bot match. <laughs> now I, I know mean, in Ultra so and Master I've there had... there are no bots, but in in Veteran, which is after yeah, Expert, there are. If you lose five matches in a row, you are forced a bot match yep and Uh, and to be fair like it does prevent you from ranking down so it's kind of nice i personally don't think it feels feels good it depends on on where it hits because i have ranked down and gotten a bot match after i've ranked down it's like too late (laughs) (laughs) i've i've already ranked down so uh this is getting me nothing uh also i will say that not all of those screenshots are bot matches because i have been stuck with an all-human team and have just watched them get steamrolled and watched them do nothing but sit. Well, some of them just sit and they're throwing the game. And I'm like, you are you are throwing this game. Oh, I yeah, know yeah, you're yeah, throwing yeah. this game. It's easy to get a landslide when one person... It's just... going to be a landslide because you, cause you've just thrown the game and I'm immediately reporting you the minute we get done, and I do. Uh, I also, I will, I will tell this secret, I've run out of block spots. I have reached the maximum of people I can block. What? Hmm. I, I didn't even that... know you could block people. Yeah. yeah, it's like right under the good job. Yeah, like above the report. I don't know, and I can't see everybody who I blocked, so I don't know how many that was. But I was on a blocking spree for a while where I'm like, no, you literally sat there. I never want to play with you again. You threw this match. Yeah. I don't want to deal with you ever again. I don't want to be put in the situation. I don't know why. Ooh, okay. So now number two rule of what will make Will Anderson not like a game. Number one was if I have to do homework, no. Number two, if I have to prune my own garden <laughs> for a good play experience, I'm out. No, thank you. I mean, like, I, I have probably blocked like 10 or 12 people, but they were people. It wasn't like, oh, like everyone has a bad match. You know, there's there's been matches where it's like, ah, I was the worst. I'm sorry. I, I I was I didn't mean to throw. I didn't mean to like keep walking in and dying. Um, but if, if there's a person who is just sitting in base after two yeah. minutes and just giving up, I never want to play with that person again. Like, th- there's just too many times in Unite where you are losing for eight minutes. And your team yeah. finally clicks, and you get it together, and you get Zapdos, and you start defending, and you win. There's just right. way too many times for that. So if somebody two minutes in thinks the match is completely over, I, I don't even know if they know Zapdos is in the game. Like, <laughs> have you gotten that far in the match? Like, Well, what's also frustrating is if they had just disconnected, the game will take over for that. They'll realize they're disconnected, and will run that one that was chosen as a bot. 
These are people who are deliberately not disconnecting. They are just staying in the game, moving around every so often so that the game thinks, oh, they're still connected, and throwing the game. And it is so aggravating, (laughs) and I've run into them so many times, which is why I met my max block. Yeah, I haven't had... I, I probably... Almost all my blocks were probably the first week or two of the game. This last week, I... I haven't blocked anyone. I think I've only reported one idol. Anyways, it's just like a psychology thing, I think, with... I also think, like, investment in a game will state how quickly you come back if there's a DLC, right? Like, people who are very invested into Quest, who really, really like Quest, like, they are people in Slack who are very into the game. The DLC, they really, really love that game. They were invested in the game, and they're just waiting for a reason to go back. Your investment... And how much it clicked with you. Like, I barely played any quest. I didn't find it all that enjoyable. Um, and there's there's literally nothing that's going to probably ever bring me back to that game. Because I just didn't enjoy it. Um, and there's other games that you can be heavily invested in. That once, once you're done and you sort of re- reflect on it. And you think, actually, I wasn't really having that much fun. I was just, it, I was just excited that it was new. I wasn't enjoying myself that much also will stop you from going back. Like, there are a lot of people who are very excited about Quest coming out and played a lot of it, but ultimately looking back at it, it's like, well, did I enjoy the gameplay that much? Would new characters make me want to play that game again? And honestly, sometimes the answer is no. You know, there's a million reasons as to why you stick with and why you leave a game. A lot of them are just, there are other things, and if something catches your interest more and gives you a similar experience, I'd rather play that. Then go back to this. Yeah. Well, let's take a break. Uh, When we come back, we got some Masters news. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's actually kind of exciting Masters news. But uh, we got some Masters news and we got some other stuff. So we will be right back. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Life is full of stressors, like you have a bunch of co-hosts that just go silent and don't let you know that you should pick those things up. And you need to talk about what a letdown they are to somebody who will listen. And they are your good friends, and you can't talk to them about it. So you find somebody online to help. But in all serious, uh, look, I had another death in the family, uh, and dealing with grief on my own isn't fun. So having access to better help and having a, a person that is removed from the situation that can talk to me about how I'm handling it and how to handle grief just in general has been very, very, very helpful. Um, But also, it's not just like major life events. Sometimes it's your day-to-day life, how your work is going, how your relationships are going. And it is nice to have another person there to talk to that isn't personally invested, that doesn't have a a reason to pick a side or to to make you feel better. Uh, And better help... (sighs) really does help with that i've been impressed with uh the time that i've used them and i think they're very good BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video phone and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to it's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it and just see if it's for you. 
This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and it's super effective listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash E-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. I mean, I was unsure when I started it. I am I am very positive about, behind it. You can unload your stress, just get it out, talk to somebody who's unbiased. It is It is helpful. Just try it out and see if it's for you. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. And we are back from our break. It's almost here, Greg, the two-year anniversary of Pokemon Masters. Yeah, and they released the best pair beforehand, and I got the best pair, and I never need to play that game again. Uh, you can go to my Instagram to see the butt cape. It is truly. I thought a you were talking about Sigma and Absol. The best. No. <laughs> no. No. Sigma suit Leon in his side cut cutie outfit, in his butt cape and his pulled back ponytail hair. I had the mm-hmm. best commentary on that. <laughs> of course, cannot be repeated. You cannot say these things because this is a good show and you are a bad person. Correct. (laughs) Full disclosure, I have a partnership with DNA. Uh, This is off Pokemon.com. Hop and Zamazenta and Cygna Suit Leon and Eternatus are in Pokemon Masters EX. From August 11th through September 15th, the new Pokemon Masters EX legendary event, Howling Shield of Eternity, brings reports of a mysterious meteor landing on the island along with the potential of the sighting of Eternatus Playing through this event will award you gems, three-star move, support move candy, four-star strike move candy, and a new sync pair of Hop and Zamazenta. Their f- Hop is free. You just have to play through Yeah, the you just have to play the game. As you play through the story of Howling Shield of Eternity, you will see Hop, Gloria, and Leon team up with new friends to aid Eternatus. Solving the mystery of the legendary Pokemon's arrival may uncover the secrets of the Dynamax phenomenon on, pa- uh, on Pasio. The event also debuts Cygna Suit Leon and Eternatus in Sync Pair Scouts. I think it's a fair scout, right? 10%? Yep. Uh, they are currently the only Sync Pair capable of Dynamaxing, which they can do once per battle. Did they talk about the other Leon being able to Dynamax? Is that a different no. for this? Because, like, no. that's going to happen, right? Like, there's no way his Charizard uh, doesn't Dynamax. <laughs> yeah, it. I'm not overly thrilled at how Dynamaxing has been put in the game. Um, it's just weird. It, is it just not a sync? I haven't. Well, I don't have the. Wait, new... I thought Eternatus couldn't Dynamax. It. Oh, so the story explains the change. Oh. Um, but it doesn't actually change forms. At least Eternatus doesn't. And it is. It is a Dynamax move that you can click once, whenever you want. You can use it whenever you want. It, it's not a sync move. It's not a, a. It's not a timed thing. It's there from the beginning. So if you want a Dynamax at the opener, you can do it. But you can only ever do it once. It is no. It is fundamentally no different than a sync pair move, except it's not on a timer. And uh, once you've used it, it won't come back up again. Screenshot here. It shows the hand version of Eternatus. Yes. So which is the Dynamax form? That's the animation for the move. Okay, and when you go back to the screen, oh, looks I see the what same. you're saying. It's it not like so. If, not, if you haven't played Masters, when you, you can Mega Evolve in Masters, uh, in case anyone didn't, 
Like they still support megas in other games. It's like yeah. it didn't disappear when I feel like there's this there's this audience of Pokemon players that once Sword and Shield came out, they thought like Megas completely got vanished. <laughs> no, they yeah, exist in other they games. They exist in other games. <laughs> they're in Pokemon Go, they're in Masters. So when you use a sync move in Masters on like Steven's Metagross, it will mega evolve into Mega Metagross. Yep. And it will look like Mega Metagross and it will have different moves once not like not it might change like two moves, but it will have different moves as a mega. But what you're saying is Eternatus Dynamaxes for the turn and then yeah. after the animation is over it goes back to normal. It's back to normal. I'm gonna verify it again in case I've missed something, but I I, I don't ever remember it staying the hand for the rest of the battle. Let me go into something quick. Uh, we'll go there. Uh, we'll go there. We'll hit ready. And I will, because st- I usually just finish the game with it, but I will start the game by, by doing the Dynamax. I'm trying to see if they mention anything about Charizard or Dreadnought in this press release. I, I would just assume that that's coming. Yeah, I mean, they, they say other ones will, but they don't say. Well, uh, I mean, like, come on. It's kind of obvious which ones are going to and which ones are not right. going to. <laughs> yeah, so I get the hand animation. See, there's the hand. Oh, I see the hand. It does its big beam. It blows everything up. And then when I go back to the screen, you can see it. it is oh, it's regular. I see, I see, I see. Regular, plain old regular. Which is kind of a bummer. Like, megas are more exciting. Uh, And I don't know. I expected it to at least, like, change form for for three countdowns or something but it is literally just a off clock one time sync move and that's very powerful but so are all the sync moves it, it, it feels it feels implemented a little a little well maybe it's just eternatus maybe charizard will be like three it could be i mean this is the only example that we have and eternat i mean even though it does do the hand form that would be it doesn't stay big and cloudy. It just goes right back to normal. And I don't know how they're going to implement it for the other ones. And maybe they will take on their other form for three countdowns. Who knows? But right now, I'm not... Apart from the fact that Leon looks amazing, I have not been too impressed by yeah, the his, addition of Dynamax. His outfit's real good. It's so good. I'm trying to get a number of cosplayers I know to create the outfit. Uh, like, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. There is a... Five star select special scout coming soon, which features B and Nessa. And then up for the run up to the two year rally, um, you can get up to 2,600 gems just by logging in. I'm so curious who's going to be in the two year anniversary. Champion, have they? Are they going to change the name of the game again? Maybe. For the two year anniversary? <laughs> Let's never forget that their hashtags. Pokemon Masters uh, Triple X. Didn't. Because it's going into the third year. Didn't work for. I mean, maybe it did work, honestly. Because (laughs) that was was the talk of the town that day when they started using that new hashtag for Pokemon Masters EX. (laughs) Drew a lot of attention to the game. True. I like there's nobody on on the launch screen that isn't in the game now that I remember. They've added everybody, they've added Sigma suits of all the. Canto folk, so we're tapped out. 
there are professors left. We don't have Birch. We don't have Elm. We don't have Juniper. There's zero people in the world (laughs) being like, oh, man, I'm going to pick this game up once Professor Birch gets added. Wait, do we have Sycamore? Yeah. Yes, Xerneas. Which is literally get Xerneas and you beat the game every time. Xerneas is so crazy powerful. Uh, yeah, there's uh, there's not very many champions that they haven't added either. I mean, Alter's in the game. Cynthia's in the game. Diantha's mm-hmm. in the game. Leon's in the game twice. Gary's in the game twice. Uh, Steven Stone's in the game. Wallace is in, in well, the game. Well, they just added Faulkner. You know, people were dying for... <laughs> Faulkner and, and Swellow. Uh, they added uh, Bugsy and Scyther. Yeah, I don't know who's left. I don't. I'm, I'm just, people are like, "Oh, wait for the two year. Wait for the two year." And I'm like, "Why? I don't know who's coming in the two year." And Sigma Suit Leon looks real good, and yeah. I got it first pull. First here's pull the thing of Gotcha me. Games is would they do this all the time? They like something exciting happens, and they put out something to like bait you into spending your mm-hmm. gems before that. I don't think Faulkner or Sydney were good bait, but they were obviously no. bait before Leon. But Leon is bait for something. Leon, Leon, to say Leon is bait is to do a disservice of how incredible Leon looks in that but, outfit. But he, that is yeah, not no, bait. He looks great. He looks great. He looks fantastic. And that is, he and has Eternatus. Eternatus is a great partner. It is a good attacker. Like, but yeah, but just be something even better yeah, is coming. Saying. Yeah, but Will what knows. could it be? What I don't could know. it be? What is it? He's Trigma suit Leon, <laughs> where he loses the cape. Oh, okay. He's definitely. I'm, yeah, if if Leon loses the cape, I'm putting money into the game. Look, their whole goal with this mobile game is to make money, right? Their two-year anniversary, like there's, there has to be something better than Leon, which is hard what? to top. Hard to what top. Is ho- what Le- is better to beat than than super hot Leon uh, in his side? Maybe possibly like Cygnus suit Ramos. You know, people are really. Des- <laughs> I mean, if they do, if they do a good Ramos, I, I'm, I could be there. <laughs> you know, Look, like Ramos is just, like a victory. Ramos saying, and Go Goat. You never know. If this is bait. This feels like the best bait they've ever done because it is 100% worth it to have this guy wandering around your Pokemon Center saying hi to you. And you're like, yeah, hi, Leon. Let's go. Well, I mean, Leon is best battle. Correct. Eh, they could do a Cygnus suit Deantha. There you go. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm into that, too. See, that's bait. Or that's not bait. That's like... But no, I still don't think that that's better than Sigdesuit Leon and how amazing that outfit is. I mean, the weird thing is they've been adding weird pairs to the BP system. Like, we got the Rose Champion and Entei in there, and I'm like, what? Why is she in here? Where did this come from? Although the BP system is really good. Yeah, I don't I don't know what they will do for two year. Besides but like the thing th- I feel like I do know is they're like, okay, Dreadnaw, Charizard, um what's the other one that was added? Like the these could not Dynamax. I'm sure that they're doing that. I mean, I would imagine that the only thing I can think of is there might be some sort of G Max Pikachu. Uh but would they let, would it be I feel like that's an event to get that to be your pair like they did with Solgaleo and what other one they did that with 
where you fight through the thing, and then at the end, you can partner with this special Pikachu that can yeah. Gigantamax. Even if they, I don't know, even if they release like Opal or Milo, that's, I know you like Milo, but that's not nearly as exciting as Leon. Like champions are always more exciting than the gym leaders for them, for most people. I mean, for most people. I mean, I would spend. My, I, I won't spend money on Milo. I will. I will spend all my coins on Milo, and then when I don't get it, I'll be mad and stop playing the game for three weeks. But I'm. I'm literally just like people are like, oh, the two years could be super, super great, and I'm still struggling to figure out how they top. The two year was pretty good. We got. We got Cygnus, Leaf, and Red and that Blue. That was the one year. I'm saying what? Oh, what, sorry, what sorry. Tops. What tops this Leon? Nothing. Nothing. If they were so confident to put out this Leon, and for like, if you are, if you have not played Masters, if you've made it through this segment, you need go <laughs> go look at pictures of this Leon. Go to my go to my Twitter. You'll see the front and the back of this amazing, super great Leon. Here, here, or go here to my is. Instagram. You'll see the top, the front and back of this super great Leon. Here it is. Leon is the bait because. For- Mirror B and Ludicolo come oh. into the game. Mirror B and Ludicolo. I would also <laughs> spend money on that. <laughs> yeah, Mirror B. I'm in. I would also waste all my coins on on Mirror B. Oh man, Mirror B had better come soon, or this game is a ripoff. Yeah, Guzma's in it. Cyrus, uh, Lucimine's in it. Cyrus Lucimine. is in it. Giovanna's in it. Marnie is Giovanna? Is that the female yeah. leader of yeah. Team Rocket? Giovanna. Uh, Archie and Maxie are in it. Yeah. I uh, mean, they could probably bring Getz those back. is in it. They haven't added a Courtney, technically. What was the... Okay, they could do a Sigma Suit N. Yeah. 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 I think Sigma Suit Deantha would go more than N would. I don't know. People like N. People, people really like, like N. People like Deantha, though. I love Deantha, so I use Deantha whenever I can. Uh, like Kakui is in there, Olivia's in there. Like Colrus, they haven't done Colrus yet. They haven't done Colrus, but nobody's nobody's pulling for Colrus. Let's be well, real. I mean, more Gets people are going to pull for Colrus than Faulkner <laughs> or Cindy. Cindy was an ad that I was not expecting at all because I had forgotten that Cindy existed. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, what is Sydney even from? Which I even forget what game Sydney's from. Is he not from Hoenn? Is he not E4 Hoenn? Oh, he is E4 Hoenn. God, I forget he exists every time. Uh, the Hoenn Elite Four is not great. There are a lot of forgettable until you get up to Steven Stone and Wallace. Wow. Well, okay, I take that back. Phoebe is amazing. Uh, Drake is forgettable. Uh, is it... Who's the ice person? Glacia. Oh, Glacia. She's already in the game. And forgettable. <laughs> yeah. I forget her all the time. She's no canned ice. She's no canned ice. Who is missing? Juan is missing. Uh, okay. You know, again, <laughs> I think Juan Watson is missing. falls into the Faulkner department. <laughs> uh... Is there any champion? No, I think no, they've done all the I, champions. I I can I literally cannot figure out who who this incredible this incredible Leon 
would possibly be bait for? Like, how are you going to exceed what you just did for the two year? And I don't think they can. I mean, they could do another red with a Gigantamax Pikachu. Yeah, but you, I feel like that is weird since you have your own Pikachu and that's how you start the game. I think it's weird to give a Gigantamax Pikachu not to your character who's had Pikachu the entire time. They could do, I don't, I'd like a Jesse and James with Gigantamax Meowth. Which was like, they could do that. Happened I mean, in the anime, do... technically. Yeah. I mean, Jesse and James are thinking, but who would they give it to, Jesse or James, or would they do it both? They could do both. I mean, what does it matter? Weird. But sure. Yeah. <sighs> do we. Uh, I, I know Unite is still on the mind before we move to like question of the week, Pokemon of the week. Do we have anything on Unite? I mean, I'm super frustrated by the, by the play to win aspect of it. Uh, I haven't pay, hit this wall. Pay to win or play to win? Because play to win seems appropriate. Pay, pay to, to win. win pay is to win. The pay to win wall is, we is knew real. That, that was coming. So, uh, it is. It is a hard wall that if you do not want to level your stuff past twenty, what is it? What you is have it? a rough road. Yeah, I'll tell you the secret. Stop playing ranked. And just play unranked free for alls yeah. and have this is the class trial problem. I I mean I did do I, I I tried to go into unranked free for all and the amount of people that just had no idea what they were doing was more frustrating than playing ranked where I was where I lose all the time because I can't move out of my bracket because I think the way it pulls the way it pulls people to play is tough because you are at a point where. People, if it's pulling from expert or lower, they can't move past 20 in their items until they hit veteran when it opens up to level it to 30. And if you're playing above that, everybody has leveled way beyond in their stats. I don't think so you hard. need to be a veteran. I think you just need to be an expert to go past 30. Or whenever it happens. Yeah. Uh, but like, it is a hard wall to hit. And it is a frustrating wall, especially since if you leveled up a number of items and the most recent patch made a bunch of those items no longer worth the level, you can't undo those upgrades. So, like, Shell Bell was great because it did cooldown and it made Eldegoss's heals really strong because the cooldown was a lot less. Well, now that they, the cooldown was extended so much, the 3% that you got doesn't make enough of a difference to keep using that item. So, I had Shell Bell up to 20, and now I had to level a different item to replace it up to 20, and... That is, in that process, if I didn't want to spend money, I had to earn gems playing with a subpar item either way. It's just, it is it is an aspect of the game that I, I really hope leaves very quickly. I didn't like it when it started. I really hate it now. And I think it is already becoming a problem in the game. I, I think it is a problem. I don't want to, I'm not going to defend that it's not, but. When the season is over, you're going to get so many tickets, depending on where you rank. Um, so you, if you're ranking veteran, I think you're getting fifteen thousand tickets or something. Which yeah, the season the season ends in forty eight days. Yeah, which is enough like, to it's max a long time. It's enough to max one item completely to thirty. And I think if anyone's listening to the show, the, the item you max is Buddy Barrier because it is probably the most versatile item like even if you're like ah buddy barrier doesn't really work on i don't know 
it works on every Pokemon, but even if you're like, I don't think it works on Mr. Mime, it's like, well, it's not bad on Mr. Mime. It's not. It's not. <laughs> like, it's the literally health. not a bad item for any Pokemon. Yeah. It's not the best item for every Pokemon, but it's it's one of the, like, that's how I think about it is like, okay, if I'm going to upgrade items, because I, I have, I think I only have four items at level 20, um, and then I have a bunch of tickets. I just refuse to spend them because I don't want to get into the situation where you know, I put everything into Shellbell and Shellbell's broken or Shellbell's not good anymore or 20 has been good. I mean, I've talked to a lot of people that have made it to Master Rank. They've all made it to items with it being at 20. There's like this new, I don't know, game on Twitch where a bunch of streamers made new accounts so they can be like, I'm free to play to Masters. And, you know, they're good players, so they end up getting the Masters anyways. I don't, I had somebody come into my chat and be like, oh, is this your alternative account? Oh, buddy. <laughs> I ain't got no alt account. I ain't nope. got time to play this game twice. No, I'm one account. It's fine. I have no desire. I I I get it. It's like content. It's like a fun challenge to be like, I'm gonna play this game again, and I'm gonna do free to play. And it's like, I mean, it's the it's the Nuzlocke of Unite, is what it is. Yeah, and it's like I don't want to make mean, a new account. I don't want to. Also, the the sort of thing behind that is you made an account after you know how to play the game, right? Like. You have already on your main account know which items to upgrade. So, yeah, you're free to play, but you're free to play with a ton of knowledge that you gained from your other account. So you are using what you did to target exactly the characters that you want to level that you're good at, and you know exactly which items to level. It is it is not an even playing field at that point either because you have three weeks of experience you're not starting over again you know exactly how to target your games and it's also difficult to like level items to level the four or five items that are good across multiple characters like you sort of have to say i'm going to do a subpar build on a couple of things that if i can't play the main i'm going to do with these it is just it is just a, a it is a frustrating solo experience. Um, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, do I really want to continue doing ranked if I'm not in a group that I can talk to, or at least I have a level of confidence that they are not going to stand in the end zone. They're not going to do X, Y, Z. You know, they're not going to throw a match. Like <laughs> what, like what is my path forward of unite? And what does that look like? Given, given the sort of, uh, as, as more people get to the same skill level of the game, the pay aspect becomes way more prevalent. See, I I have not hit that paywall. I, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. Uh, like I'm I'm as of this recording, I'm veteran three, and the last time I played, I haven't played in like two days because I've just had time off. The last time I played, uh, we I I did a three a group of three. It's me, two other people, and then two randoms. And we won we won one, we lost one, then we won seven in a row, and then we lost one. So we ended up going like eight and two for the night or something. Yeah. I mean that's a very different experience when you can get at least two other people who who kind of know what's going on and you have you have although slightly delayed communication. Yeah. Well, in that situation, of these eight matches, to uh, yeah, we won eight, won eight, lost two. So in these ten matches, we were completely stomped by another team. It was like we we ended up ending the match at like 
level 11 or 12 and they were all level 15 and like that's a huge disadvantage in that game like if somebody yep. it, like if you're zero aura versus zero aura and you're 10 and they're 12 they're just gonna win yep like the level advantage in that game is is very it's not bad it's just that's how the game is um yep and being self-aware of like oh gosh you know that this this person's two to three levels higher than me i just can't beat them without support it's just part of the game and it's fine like i'm not complaining about it it's just you just got to be aware of that um and they just completely stomped us i want to <laughs> and like it's like well they were better like they were probably all on comms yeah. they were probably a team but I, I i like look back at that situation i was like i have no clue how they did it like even in I, a, no. it, even in our games when we get dreadnought both times maybe even three times i don't even like i i don't think i've ever been a game where i'm 15 maybe 13 maybe like i'm always 12 when zapdos appears and if i'm not 12 when zapdos appears i'm playing poorly something happened where mm -hmm. like dreadnought or not i can be level 12 by zapdos and i can't help but think that was like oh you've you've paid your money and your team and that's like we got completely stopped like so whatever if, if whether or not they paid money they were they were the better team and i wasn't super salty about it and it's like we won seven in a row and we got completely destroyed by this team like it's really hard to be upset like seven in a row is yeah. really good at um veteran so i haven't hit that like oh every team is stomping us but i do think three up is better than five up as at least right now yeah, uh, because oh, when you, I mean, I would say five up is good if you have communications. Five up, but the problem with five up is you're gonna you're gonna get against another five up that has communication. So here's the question: It's like, do hard. you want them to introduce an ability to rewatch a match? I think to, they're adding to, that. They did like a three day uh, okay. testing, yeah. and then they. I don't it. think that they can do like a full esports competitive without that because right. that would give you the ability to sit and watch. Oh yeah, I would right. love. Yeah, I would love to be able to see what to they were doing. Yeah, how like they, how did yeah. you get to fifteen the, so fast? Like, like what, let me let me see your path. <laughs> I, I, I mean, the wall I hit was at veteran four, and I have since dropped down to veteran one from four. Like, I have just had I solo queue has been real, real, real rough. Uh, which why I'm like, I think I need to play with people. But the, the hard wall I hit was in veteran. I hit it at four and nothing I could do could get past it. Yeah. I mean, going back to like the, the Twitch meta game of, you know, free to play solo only to master rank. And like lots of people have done that. I mean, these people, the thing that I like, I kind of, I was, I was kind of like jaded slash bummed. You know, I'm a very competitive person. I play a lot of competitive games outside of stream. Um, you know, I, I always did like trials of Osiris and destiny. Uh, you know, I've done VGC stuff. I've done TCG stuff. And so I was like a little bummed. I was telling Greg this, it's like, oh man, I'm seeing all these people get to master rank and I'm, I'm not master rank yet. And of like a lot of these people have like 700 games under their belt and I'm only at like 220 or something. <laughs> but the thing I forgot is. All of these people were secret League of Legends players for like seven years. And then when I thought about it, I was like, I'm thinking about streamer friends that are all master rank. And it's like, I didn't realize that you've been playing League of Legends since like 2012. 100%. Absolutely it's true. It's insane yes. how you don't think about it. Well, like, 
people like some people like they live and breathe League of Legends, right? They're consistently talking about it, and then some people are like, "Oh, I don't. This is my guilty pleasure. I play at like 4 a.m. when no one's online." And it's a big like it, it's it's a reason why League of Legends is like top three game on Twitch all the time. Like people love that game and hate that game. But well, I think people also just like it, one thing in what you just said. People don't realize how long league has been around oh, yeah right? i forget that it's been I, around for such a long time i was playing in 2012 2013 i was playing eight years ago and there are people who have just consistently played throughout that entire time and this is my first moba so like yeah it, it's been baby's first moba it's been, yeah. oh, so <laughs> i mean it's also sort of a thing where i watch like i watch master people playing the characters that i play and i'm like i do all these things and without without the ability to sort of look back and see exactly what the other people were doing with what I was doing, it's hard to grow doing it by myself, which is why I think I sort of needed to get like three people and like, let's just knock it. Let's just play some so I can, you know, it's also hard being support when people don't people just leave you <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess I'm going with everybody else because I literally could do nothing by my own down here. You've all left, <laughs> and you didn't signal you were leaving. I just looked, and oh, you're all up there. Yeah, all right. It, I mean, it also doesn't. Go. It also doesn't help that like the meta is still changing. Like we, yeah. I think we said last week. You know, no one cared about Dreadnought when the game first came out. And everyone cared about Rotom, and now like Dreadnought, it like no one cares about Rotom, and everyone cares about Dreadnought. And there's like this weird meta game with Zapdos, and it's. <laughs> Some people still don't like Zapdos. I like Zapdos. I'm fine with it. It is a catch-up mechanic, and it is... When you sort of realize that the Dreadnought fights are the first previews of what your team fights should be, Zapdos doesn't feel that weird. Yeah, yeah. I feel like because teams are rotating down to Dreadnought twice a match, and it doesn't feel like Zapdos is that weird versus the first two weeks where no one right. was going to Dreadnought, no one was like leaving. And then you, cause you know, we, we joked about how, you know, Greg and I would play together and I wouldn't see Greg until the last two minutes of the match. <laughs> so like, cause you would stay up and up lane. I don't know how, what, I don't know what Greg's doing. I don't know what's happening down there. I have no clue. But now that the, the game is like, okay, at seven minutes, everyone is moving to Dreadnought. Maybe one person stays behind. Like, I get to see Greg more often, right? Because yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. you're down here. You're doing things. Cool. Um, and you can ev evaluate the situation when you get down there. Like, did their team move down? Yeah. How, like, how is it a disaster down here? What, what, <laughs> why are there orbs well, everywhere? Also, it's interesting because player, I think players have become more aggressive because of that. And, like, I had to stop using Pollen Puff because. Leaf Tornado with it speeding up your uh your allies' attacks while they're in that stream is a better support option for me than the passive healing I would get from Pollen Puff that's on a longer cooldown. Or it's a slightly slower cooldown, but like the healing takes a while before it goes off. So in this in the as the game has progressed, it players have gotten more aggressive for those team fights. And things like Pollen Puff that are more passive just aren't worth it. And I've had to switch my playstyle to say, okay, 
playing Goss, I need Leaf turning to way more often because I need to be doing that damage and giving that speed advantage and attacks to my team because it is so aggressive right now. Yeah. And the thing the thing about Zapdos is it felt like the first week or two everyone was trying to take Zapdos. And right. then the the meta changed where if the game goes you're in the lead or huge lead, then if you're the huge lead, you go Oh, we we don't attack Zapdos. We don't attack Zapdos. We keep them from getting. And to now, Zapdos. now the what I feel the like meta is is if you're huge lead and you're like cool, let's all go to Zapdos and defend. The team goes, oh, we're just gonna go to your bases because we know you're going to Zapdos, and we're gonna yeah. dunk. Before. Like there is so many things happening at Zapdos that doesn't even include Zapdos at this point, right? <laughs> The and game, so the I, th- I still stand fast. by, I don't think Zapdos is a bad mechanic. I think that people just didn't understand or were like super salty. It's like, well, we were winning the entire game and then uh, we lost Zapdos. So it sucks that we were winning for eight minutes and we lost. And it's like, okay, you can defend, you can take, you can split your team to go to their bases and ignore Zapdos and force them to like, retreat like there there are so many options you have and and the dreadnaw battles i think really lay out what your final game plan should be which mm-hmm. i think makes zapdos a stronger mechanic of like dreadnaw is mini zapdos and how yep. how are those battles going how you can see how your team functions at that point you can see how their team functions at that point and then you could just have a match where we we literally spent 8 minutes fighting dreadnaw like, yep. Dreadnought showed up, <laughs> and we sat down there the entire time, literally uh-huh. until Dreadnought despawned, and Zapdos popped up, and was like, oh, nothing got, like, what is this match right now? <laughs> yeah, there gets some wild, there's some wild matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, all in all, I, 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 it's good. I like it a lot. It's frust- it's frustrating, because, you know, it's, yeah. it's teamwork, but I, I... I just, I just need to find a team to, to just, like, re-level set my enjoyment of the game uh and sort of like help me deal with the the sort of internal frustrations of dealing with with random players question of the week question of the week what is the question of the week that's mario (laughs) what you need one of those little pitch pipes to like oh yeah i do but that's to be like a lot. I mean, I have to dig out my old one. Oh, this is good. This is from Miles from our uh, Patreon slash Slack. What fantasy creature that currently does not have a Pokemon counterpart would you like to see added in the next gen? Where is the next gen? Um, I was going to say Unicorn, but we got Rapidash. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of fantasy creatures that aren't in the game. I know, that's kind of like, we really got a stretch. We don't really have like a mermaid. Uh, that's the first thing that came to my I mean, mind. Like, Green Marina. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yep. I was thinking more of a humanoid mermaid, like a Mr. I Mime mean, that... slash Jinx situation, but yeah, maybe that's for the better, like, honestly. Oh, we don't, we <laughs> don't have an imp, but back. we got Impidimp. We yep. don't have Pegasus, but we have Tropius. We don't um, have a Pegasus. That would be pretty cool. For what? Yeah, did you a... say Tropius was close to a Pegasus? Excuse me. Yes, it's a. It is a large, winged, flying, 
four-hoofed creature. I don't yes. No. Scorpius doesn't have hoofs. Dinosaurs didn't have hoofs. <laughs> they had toes. Manticore? I can see a manticore working. I don't know what I don't that think is. we have a manticore. Uh, so a manticore has a lion for the lion for the he- for a head, has wings, and then it has a scorpion tail stinger. Yeah, oh, okay. a e- eagle. It's like a, a lion eagle scorpion. Yeah. What about the the Harry Potter dog? Cerebrus? Yeah. Uh, a like three-headed a... dog? Yeah, we don't have like a three-headed dog. We have Dodrio. We have... <laughs> well, we have a uh, Hydreigon. Oh, uh, that's Hydragon. true. We do have a Hydreigon, yeah. That's like... Uh, that was like in Hercules, though, right? You know, cut off a Hydra. It was like a Hydra. Yes. You cut off I a mean, Hydra. it is a Hydra. Rosemore. But they didn't do nine heads. They only did three. Hmm. Uh... What else? We have imps. We have a Kelpie, kind of. Minotaur? Do we have a Minotaur? I mean, Tapu Bulu. Yeah, Tapu I guess Bulu. close. Um, but they've all been taken. Try, There's nothing I, I, left. My head keeps going back to, like, <laughs> Harry Potter stuff, because I'm trying to, th- like... Uh, well, I, I mean, mean, that's very Western. There's other cultures and mythologies out there. Yeah, I'm uneducated. I mean, we don't have a Chimera, really. Lion, lion, basilisk. Goat. Do we have a basilisk? We have a basilisk. We have an Arbok. <laughs> Do we have like a pixie? I mean, we have Rabambi. We have yeah. Sylveon. We have uh, Florges. Yeah, those all fall. Anything fairy falls into the pixie realm. We have enough dragons, so that's out. Do we have an Oni? What? Uh, uh, yes, uh, Glace, Glalie. Oh yeah, we have Glalie. Dang, we we just like we wow. we know too much that we can't even like okay. trick ourselves. <laughs> Trying to think of things in Hercules. I mean, there's that there's like that pig man thing, like pig man bear pig in Hercules. That's not Hercules. He's like writing stuff. He has like hooves. He's a little shorter, a little rounder. I don't know. Sound like Danny DeVito. Oh, a oh. satyr. Oh, is that what it's? I don't know what it's. Yes. Called. <laughs> That's a creature, right? <laughs> as, I mean, satyrs are creatures. Is he a pig? I don't know what he is. He's not a pig. Goat. It's a goat. Oh, he's a goat. Okay. <laughs> that hurts. That hurts. <laughs> I like how you knew it. We got there together, though. We eventually got there. Well, uh, when I realized you were referencing Hercules, the Disney movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're like a met in Hercules. I was th- first thinking Hercules, the TV series. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure you've never seen that. Ooh. And also, you don't like Disney. So I was like, which Hercules are you pulling from? We got it. We got. What about Xena, warrior princess? Yeah, she's oh, both yeah. a warrior and, and a, a princess. princess. She should just be in the and game. I spent so much of the 90s saying exactly that sentence because I was yeah. a huge Xena fan. <laughs> I was a huge Xena fan. Uh, there isn't really a, a two legged goat man in the game. Yeah. No goat Pokemon. Not really. There yeah. Would, but I it's mean, like the humanoid ones we kind of want to avoid. I mean, a grump, <laughs> a grump pig ain't doing anyone favors. No. What's the horse with the eagle head? Uh, oh, 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 a griffin. Griffin. Do a griffin. Yeah, we could do a griffin. I could do it for a griffin. We did Quetzalcoatl. We got that already. 
Uh, that's it. I'm sticking with Manticore. Okay, I'm sticking with Pigman Goat. <laughs> Bearman Pig. Bearman Pig. Uh, this is from our YouTube. If you would like to ask a question, uh, you can leave a comment in our YouTube on the newest episode, and then we will try to get to it. This is from Void of Sin. Also, I don't know. Hit the like button and the subscribe. Hit the like and subscribe. Subscribe and like. I don't know if we're doing it, but what is your ideal for Gen 9? I would love a new Pokedex like Gen 5 had. It was super exciting to play for the first time. You never know what you're going to find next. Well, people certainly hate that. <laughs> yeah. So, I no. mean, so what do, we, what do I want? I feel like that would Gen be a 9? good Gen 10 thing. Like every five yeah. years, you do a fresh Pokedex and force people to... I, w- I mean, I would like Gen 9 to be set in either Brazil or Ooh. Australia. Yeah. I was going to say Egypt. No. Egypt, I feel like Egypt is a is a good 10 because it's got a lot of Mediterranean and you can pull on Kalos and you can pull on other things and like there's a lot around that area so that feels like a 10 thing to me. Yeah. I feel like an isolated island like Australia where nobody knows what's happening there. It's like a giant mystery and most <laughs> of that land is trying to kill you. Makes a great, yes. very dangerous Pokemon. Very dangerous Pokemon. Like you cannot. There are sharks in the flooded streets at one point. Every spider is deadly. Every person is potentially deadly. It is a wild frontier and is a good for Gen Nine. So, when I was at the grocery store today, I obviously was trying to catch shiny Eevees. So I had my Pokeball Plus attached to my belt, and I literally had this thought. I was like. They should make a Pokemon game where the Pokemon trainers are more like Pokemon players in today's day and age in the real world, where it's Mm. like they're not the most popular people, (laughs) 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 right? Maybe they're slightly looked down on by society, and you have to prove your worth um, and, like, you know, prove how cool you are because you're a Pokemon trainer. It's not just like, oh, you train Pokemon, you're a great, cool dude. We live in a society where being a Pokemon trainer is not so cool. And then you have to like work around that as part of the story. I mean, I could also see them going back to Japan. Mm-hmm. Actually, with the given market, they need to go to China. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's more money there than anywhere else. Uh, but also, like, you know, Unova was just New York and the surrounding areas. Like, it wasn't all the United States. Alola was just Hawaii. That huge desert in the middle of New York. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, Kalos was just technically France. France. Like, it wasn't... So Sorry, Paris. It wasn't, like, all of France. Well, I guess right. maybe. Well, I mean, there are a bunch of things. Like, the the palace is clearly a nod to Versailles. Like, there's a bunch around Paris and the surrounding regions. Yeah. Like, so, I, like, I mean, obviously, like, as much as I would like Australia... Would they do all of Australia, or would they do, like, one coast? Oh, cut off Perth, dude. Like, just nobody there are, is, has It's just the stretch there. between Sydney and Melbourne, the only two areas that people actually live in. Uh, now all of our Brisbane listeners have just <laughs> dropped. Because <laughs> nobody lives in Perth. I, I, everybody who has sent emails saying, I am from Perth, has spoofed. They're spoofers. They really live. No, I mean, I believe in Perth. It's just, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like Newark, New Jersey. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's there. It's there, but why? Mexico would be cool too. Why? It's like does does not. What would be? Where Mexico? A Mexico would be cool. Yes, 
Uh, but yeah, I'm just like it's 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 not be in a video game level of cool. Show me one like huge <laughs> Perthian monument where it's like oh worldwide record. Like you know you got the Sydney Opera House, yeah. you've got Zach Perna in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> I'm What's typing Perth in to go. Got? What's famous? Who's, who's closest to the rock in Perth, Australia? Right? I know you're not supposed to call it Ayers Rock anymore, but uh, is that close to Perth or where is that? Apparently, close there's to? a zoo in Perth. I mean, there's a zoo outside my window most <laughs> that frogs. <laughs> well, Pokemon of the week. All right, last week's Pokemon, uh, the key references were that you had you couldn't encounter it in the old days until you had passed through Route 102. Uh, it has a split evolution. In Pokemon Unite, it only involves into one of those because there's no Dawn Zone. Uh, and for one of its evolutions, it can be either male or female, but the other evolution is male only, but they both have, the final evolutions have Megas. Uh, I thought that that was enough, but I also said, mentioned that it has a pre-evolution. So if you were thinking of the first one, that's not it. It's the one in the middle. It's... Munchlax. It's a pre-evolution. Munch yeah. Munchlax. <laughs> there's, there's nothing before a Munchlax. It's... Curlia. Curlia. How do you say that one? Get out of the 3DS. Yeah. What's the correct pronunciation for Curlia? Uh, it's, it's dead. It hasn't been plugged in power for like two weeks. Oof. <laughs> I think it's Curlia, though. I think it's Curlia. Do you guys know what Curlian photography is? No. Okay, so that's where you take a piece of living material and you put it on a photo plate and you do an electrical charge through the photo plate, and it oh. makes like an aura around the piece. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, no I, that's familiar. Uh, shuffle, shuffle icon is awesome, but the shiny, I am such a fan of this line anyways, and the shiny line is so good. It's very good. There was, uh, back in the day, our listeners probably remember Travis. They were on way too many episodes. <laughs> Love them to death. They're very awesome. Well, how could they be on too many? I've been on more than them. <laughs> well, at one point, they were on longer than anyone else besides me. That's true. That's true. And I, the, the Gardevoir line has always stood out to me because they always made a big deal with the fairy split at the time because they were upset that, you know, their favorite psychic, I think, I think it was just pure psychic, right? It was just pure psychic. Correct, yeah. And then it was like, well, it, they were not big on fairy, and then they added fairy to their Pokemon. And I, I get, in retrospect, like, I get it. You know, you're changing a Pokemon that somebody really likes. But uh, Travis ended up really liking the fairy after the fact. Mm -hmm. But it was a lot of commotion back in the day before <laughs> Gen 6 where we were arguing whether fairy was good or if it was the right thing. Um so that this line has always reminded me of them, which is I'm I'm very team fairy, FYI. Oh yeah, I love fairy. There's a little uh, Travis throwback for our listeners that 
remember. I mean, like, they didn't die. <laughs> they're on other podcasts. They are, they are on the <laughs> show. I mean, they me. moved to Canada. They may have well have died. That's true. You can still hear wheels a lot on my show, so. Curlia shares the category with Mess Spirit and Indeedy. They are all known as the Emotion Pokemon. I think I also mentioned that. Curlia's mm. number in the Sinnoh Pokedex Platinum only and uh, Elmia Bowser are the same? Browser. What is this? Browser? That's the oh that's the, the ranger the yeah okay the ranger Almia all Al- shadows of Almia the Pokemon Almia. Ranger game can we please get a Pokemon Ranger game please Curlia and it's oh maybe they'll announce it on on Wednesday Curlia and it's evol- no stop evolutionary relatives are the only Pokemon that are in both the amph- am- amorphous and the human like egg groups amorphous I- there's no I oh I was thinking Matrix. You know, Irene has never seen The Matrix. Well, good and for her. she's better off. <laughs> good, good for her. Good life choices, Irene. Well done. We were watching a documentary about Woodstock 99, and they brought up the- Oof. Oof. <laughs> it was a, wow. It was a why very- Why you watch a documentary about- I had to live through that. It was, yeah, why? It was a very good documentary. It was on HBO Max. Uh, it just I came mean, out like a month ago, so it's like a new documentary. No fire festival. It made Fire Festival seem like a real palace. <laughs> I didn't. Sometimes you don't realize how much of a mess something is until somebody lays it all out for you. Yeah, that. Whew. Oof. It also that documentary also just reminded me of how lousy the late '90s, early 2000s were. It was awful. It, it, look, when you look back. And any decade, and you're like, yeah, there was a lot that was real messed up. <laughs> we were just getting through it at the time. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised we did. I think the thing that stood out to me that they said is everyone in 1999 wanted to be mad at something, but there wasn't really a reason to be mad. And I was like, you're right. There wasn't really a reason to be mad. There was a reason to be mad. All these computer programmers had used (laughs) shortcuts, and now we were going to have the millennium bug, and we were all going to die because of lazy computer programmers. Wait till I tell you about the energy crisis of the 70s. It'll blow your mind. (laughs) Do you think people listening to the show, I would hope most of our listeners know what Y2K was, right? Uh, no. No? No. 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 I mean, given, so the average age of your listeners is what, like 25? 20? So they were children. I was a child. I was 12 years old. I remember it. There's a difference between four and 12. (laughs) You you were almost a teenager. They were children, like young children who didn't have to deal with it at all. I mean, it, it was, was very uneventful. Clock. Like the, it was also incredibly uneventful. It was a thing that that we were all panicking about, and every business in the world had to go through because I was there. A scramble to check every line of code to make sure that when it flipped over, it didn't break. Like for people who were adults, that that entire time period was awful. Because if you worked with anything with a computer, if you had anything that had a computer chip in it, you had to deal with everybody coming at you to check it. Is it going to work? What are you going to do? And then you had people who who were like, my toaster has a computer chip in it and it's not going to give me toast tomorrow. And like the, the 
the conspiracy theories. All you kids were spared from that. <laughs> a lot of you teens were spared from it. Those of us in the working corporations, 1999 was a terrible, but, terrible but also, year. Also, uh, being of the age of understanding where it's like people were honestly like, not only was my, my toaster not going to make toast, it's going to explode in my house. <laughs> it's going to explode in my house. My refrigerator is going to explode because it I can't mean, handle the change in the year. Planes were, are going to drop out of the sky right. because they can't handle the also, change in the year. Also, there was, uh, it's going to lock up all my bank accounts and I'll have no money. I'll have no money. I'll yes. have no money. All my bank accounts will lock up. And, it, and since everything's on computers, it will drain them all. There was a lot of fear mongering around it, and some of it was true. Like these things could have happened, but the amount of work that we had to do that year of trying to check literally every line of code that ever existed was awful. And then they decided to have another Woodstock for reasons. Well, but the the thing about that, getting back to the source here, which we haven't even gotten to the real Pokemon of the week, is. That the previous Woodstock, the 25th anniversary <laughs> one, was really good. Oh, 94? It was really great. Yeah. yeah. It was a really good one. And it's like five years later, let's destroy the concept. <laughs> let's make like the worst experience possible. <sighs> All right. Here we go. This week's Pokemon. I may have gotten this wrong, so good luck if we get this correct The or clue not. was actually the us talking about Woodstock. <laughs> <laughs> The Pokemon of the Week is... Pseudo-Woodstock. <laughs> Did you know Woodstock actually didn't even happen in Woodstock, New York? I've been to Woodstock, New York. Either way. In the Pokemon games that brought us such standout Pokemon like Sheonotic and Steeny, there are also some Pokemon that are quickly and easily forgotten. This can get a bit tricky, so pay close attention. This week's Pokemon shares the first part of its name with the dubious celebrity that some have said was the inspiration for what comes third after it in the National Pokedex. You would remove the last letter from that celebrity's last name. The back half of its name is derived from one of its physical features, a feature that it shares with only one other Pokemon evolutionary line that was first introduced in this region. That is, unless you count sea creatures as potentially having the same. So easy. <laughs> oh, Greg, yes, that facial expression says it all. You are going to need to write all that stuff in that channel. Copy and paste. Copy and, Copy paste. and paste Monday, and I'm going to make, I'm going to remind you because I blanked out halfway through it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end. If if you didn't make it to the end, uh, this this comes out on August 16th. Uh, our Patreon special offer for a exclusive t-shirt ends uh, at the end of day, August 18th. So if you would like to get one of those t-shirts, uh, patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t or just ise.cash. You can sign up once the special offer closes i'll gather shirt sizes and addresses and then those will probably be sent um beginning to mid of september because they have to be made i have i have not told the uh printing how many shirts i need or what sizes i need so where i'm gonna do that locally to support a local business and obviously there's a little bit more control when the place is down the street and not in china or wherever shirts are made at this point i don't know <laughs>
<laughs> everywhere. So if you want to sign up for that, otherwise, uh, I mean, if you sign up for a Patreon at the $5 level, you get ad-free episodes, you get um, bonus episodes, you get more ISC, and you support the show. So if you did sign up for the Patreon, thank you so much. It really, really means a lot. Um, if you want to find Will on Twitter, it is at Washing the Sink. Greg is at White Wing. I am at Dragging a Lake. Otherwise, uh, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch. Twitter, all that stuff, P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T, and also, like, 99% chance that if we had a promo code for something, it is also P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. <laughs> so, um, thank you for listening. We will see y'all next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... Super effective. Super Snoopy Forever. Uh, he was from the Twin Cities. Yeah, I know. Damn. There used to be Snoopy statues everywhere, and then they're not. A huge shout-out to our Patreon producers, starting with Kevin, Steven, Sean, Potato, Matthew, Bovine, Kay, Jetson, Jessica, Jacob, Courtney, Brian, Evan, Ryan, Nate, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Gray, Dylan, Alvaro, and our executive producers of Anthony, Steph, Spencer, and Brady. Thank you so much for your continued support. If you too would like to support It's Super Effective, get bonus episodes, hear your name right on the show, you can head over to ise.cash or just patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t to support the show. If you made it to the end, as always, thank you for listening and we will see you next week.